Get cozy. Get real. It's time to settle in and expose yourself. On Cuddle Talk with Angela and Dana. Good. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Cuddle Talk. Uh, Cuddle Talk is a little show that Miss Angela DeMarco and I put together to... um, to give us an opportunity to relax and be our most most authentic selves and have a conversation with one another and those that join us on the show and just really strip it down to the to the bareness of how and why and when we decided to step into our greatness and we thought the best way to do that is just to be in the most chill atmosphere, the most comfortable clothing, the most cozy attire, and just like I said, you know, just strip it down. Uh, on the some of our um, shows, we have guests and, and we talk about their greatness. And some shows, it's just the two of us. And we call that, and that's this show today, Going <laughs> Commando. And that's when we strip down another layer. That's for your imagination. And uh, and really just be who we are without putting on any airs and any masks and just just uh, showing it off to the world. Just hanging it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, we also, we, we, we like to do these on, uh, on Monday morning because Dana and I always have like these super profound conversations together and we're like, we should just record those. So here we are recording it yeah, yeah. <laughs> for you for prosperity. <laughs> yeah. So, so Angela and I have actually something, usually it's kind of like off the cuff or it's like, Hey, maybe we should talk about blah. And then we talk about it. But we have something very, very exciting that we want to share with everybody. And, um, and you know, the, the expression that keeps popping into my head is necessity is the mother of invention. And it really is such a true and powerful statement. Uh, we, as human beings, um, consistently, if we're not really paying attention, are looking out into the world um, for our needs, to get our needs met. And I could go in a whole esoteric line with that. I could go on a psychological line, you know, personal line. It's across the board. We, we look outward and we forget that all our answers are within. But we also forget. I know. <laughs> go within, go inside. But we also forget that we are powerful creatures. And our experiences, all of our experiences in life have led us to right here, right now. And with that experience and the wisdom gleaned from that experience, we can pretty much create anything we need. And if we don't, if there are things we're unable to do, it's a, it's a miracle at, or of, it's just amazing of what shows up to assist or who shows up to assist. You just have to decide. And with that whole preamble, I'm going to let Angela introduce our news. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, it's it's amazing, Dana, too, like what you're saying, like what you can do when you don't let fear get in the way, right? When you don't let the conditionings, we don't let people say, there's no way. Why would you do that? You can't do that. So with that, um, Dana and I are super proud to um, announce the launch of our new division of Uniquely You called Phenom Publishing. We are Ofish. 
We uh, we have already launched a book, and we're going to talk about that in a little while. We've got uh, three on deck, and uh, a new author that we're going to be onboarding soon. Kim, we'll talk about him later. Um, but it is it is just an extension of Dana and I doing what we need to do because we need to do it. And um, it's an extension of Uniquely You because it's about Uniquely You and everything that Dana stands for and Ubuntu, it's all about empowerment and working together. Uh, being empowered and not being afraid to just take the steps to do what you, to accomplish anything you want. So yeah, we're a publishing company. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll tell you, I did a, a podcast with this uh, man yesterday. His name is Mike. Really cool, awesome new unicorn. I have a feeling we're going to be spending some time with him. But one of the things he said to me towards the end of our conversation, he was like, I really like your energy. He's like, because he has similar things that he wants to do. He wants to play for a living. His podcast is actually called Playful Humans, right? So he wants to be able to do what, what he loves to do. And he's like, since he's a kid, he was talking about how he, you know, like, young guy, like he would DJ at parties. When he was a kid, he would record things and he would create shows. And this is what he loves to do. And now he's got this Playful Humans podcast. And he also is talking about writing a book and he wants to teach courses and he'd do all these things. So of course I was all over that, right? <laughs> but when he was talking to me, he's also in sales. Like that's like his nine to fiver. But what he was telling me was the reason he liked my energy is because anybody he talks to about doing something that uh, with his creativity, all the naysayers come around. Oh, you can't do that because, and you can't do that because. And he's like, to talk to somebody who was like, yeah, let's do this. You know, <laughs> he was just like, yeah, why not? We can do this, you know? <laughs> and, and I think about from the time I started painting, and again, at this point, everybody knows my story. In January, this January will be eight years. Although I put up five fingers. <laughs> It'll be eight years since I really... We started a company. <laughs> so smart. So it'll be eight years since I picked up that paintbrush for the first time. And I always say, you know, I didn't pick up a paintbrush going, oh, I'm going to own a gallery and I'm going to write books and we're going to start companies. Like that wasn't the case. I did something that felt good and I continued to do it. But from the time I picked up that paintbrush... With every new level of expansion, I like to say like, oh, I picked up the paintbrush. Ooh, now somebody's paying me to paint. Ooh, now I'm doing art festivals. And it just keeps expanding, right? There was always somebody at every turn going, oh, you can't do that. Especially my husband. Yeah. He always supported me. He was like, <laughs> people don't do that. I was like, oh, I want to create a purse. I yeah, like, yeah. And I like, did the plans and I contacted a manufacturer and we did a back and forth. And, I had, and he was like, you can create purses. Only people who manufacture purses create purses. I'm like, dude, five years ago, I wasn't an artist. Yeah. I'm like, I can't. Yeah. I didn't, but it doesn't mean I can't. You only can't <laughs> when you don't, not to get all into the whole semantics of it. So it's really, we're here today to A, talk about the projects because we're excited about that, but really to encourage anybody who is listening or watching that I know people who know us from years back who, if, if you're watching this, are like, oh, these two again? Like, <laughs> what? Uh, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, like what? They're 
like totally. like cows and chickens now? Like, what are they doing? But we're just, and we're not trying to prove anything. But- A buck moo. <laughs> Sorry. Buck moo. Ladies and gentlemen, the founder of Uniquely You. There she is, right there. In all of Listen, I'm so tired. I was up all night doing work. I'm so tired. You know what? Let's let's just let's be serious. <laughs> serious. This is our workplace, right? So let's just be serious for a moment. You see the ridiculousness, right? Like you see these <laughs> yes. hard jokes. Oh, I actually yelled on that second podcast I did yesterday at one point. I was like, everybody poops. I'm like, that's in my head. I'm like, that just came out of my mouth. We're live. Wonderful. Anyway, back to this. So we appear like Magoo. Like we're like bumping into things and being ridiculous and whatever. But the reality is Angela has been up the last two nights to like midnight, like doing either work for the company or doing homework. She's like taking this Propel program in order for her to be the best she could be at what she does. She realized as, as she's creating this company and we're progressing, okay, I've taken it as far as I can go with what I know. I need to know more. And now she's taking like a crash master's course. That's what I would call it. And yeah. she's taking it seriously. And she is bringing everything she's created thus far to the next level with her dedication and her perseverance and her desire to be successful. So mm-hmm. it's not just... What'd you say? Moo cock? Our hybrid chicken cow. No, you know, it's, it's yes. And also all of the life experiences that we've had, right? It's not just like, oh, you were talking about making a purse and you've never made a purse before, right? But you're like, I, I can kind of figure it out because I have some street smarts, right? Now I have been in marketing and advertising for, you know, I'm going to call it, 30 years now. I'm probably going on the 30 plus years, but I left that career. But um, doing layouts and doing mechanicals for ads and direct mail pieces and all those things have taught me to meticulously look for the little errors and to keep things clean and to do really beautiful layouts. So why why wouldn't that extend? And we'll talk about this in a second. Why wouldn't that extend into a book? Like I know how to do that part. And I know how to do things like find an ISBN and buy an ISBN, you know, like for the book and things. And you, Dana, with all of your experience, it all leads you to these places where you're like, why couldn't, well, why wouldn't we do that? Because we know how to do all the pieces and what we don't know, we can ask and outsource exactly. and Google. Thank exactly. God for Google. I just want to give you like another piece of it. So the way you described how you can lay out and how your experience has taught you to do that, you know, it's easy to categorize me as Dana's a teacher, right? But really, not only did I mentor other teachers for a large portion of my career, teaching them how to best teach others, it would make sense why I would do this on the Uniquely platform with our U instructors. It would make sense that I would be the person that's walking authors through the process because it's very important to us that it be a nurturing, communicative, step-by-step process because first-time authors, second, third, they don't know what they're doing. And so that skill and that experience is very important. Another thing that I did for at least a decade, 
as well as teaching English, as well as teaching writing, is I tutored for the college entrance, entrance exams for the SAT and the ACT, the APs for, for a decade plus. And I did the writing section where you taught them how to write essays. And I worked with kids with college essays and I was only doing it for survival. I, I, yes, I wanted the children to get into college, but I really <laughs> was just trying to stay alive and make some money, feed myself, feed my family, go to Jamaica from time to time, whatever it was. But when I look back and I'm like, all of that experience, some of the grammatical rules that I know that I sh probably shouldn't know because of that experience is completely relevant. So when yeah. we look back and I say we, I'm not talking about just me and Angela, I'm talking about all of us. When we say, okay, we're here right now. We look at all this stuff that got us here. Some of it was unpleasant. Some of it was super pleasant, but it was all for the learning. How yeah. can we apply that and it not be for naught to what's next? And that's all we're doing. It's all we're doing. It's all we're doing. Yeah. And we also, um, because of the nature of Dana and I, collaboration is a huge part of everything that we do. I would say that that is the, the Ubuntu part of it, right? That everything that we do in business, everything that we create, our friendship, our families, it's all about collaboration and communication is part of that, right? Is like, okay, so here's this step. We're trying to figure this out. Hang tight. What, what do you want to do? You know, where I think what's different about too is um, whenever we see something that's, or someone says, that's not how you do it, or you do have to do it this way. Cause that's the way it's always done. We're like, yeah. let me show you an easier, better way than maybe the way that's been done before. Right. So even with our authors, you know, like we, we're going to have a, a series of things that we can do for marketing for them. And it's what they're comfortable with. It's not this is what we do. All right. Do we need a press release? If they don't want one, we will make it. Do they need to do a live book reading? They don't want one. We don't do it. We'll do something else, whatever. But it's all about everybody feeling comfortable in the process, feeling that they're being best represented, best uh, supported. And, um, and that goes with Uniquely, it goes with Phenom, it goes with this show, it goes with everything that you and I do together. And I think that that is like um, the, the, the foundation of everything. And you know, one of the things that I learned, um, I, I actually began to learn it in my relationship with my husband. We're together 10 years now. And as we began to collaborate, and now these things that we're doing, like the, the phenom and the cuddle talk and all that, I mean, that's, this is all me and you, but really and uniquely, you know, me, you and Kristen, we work very well together. And I always refer to the Venn diagram. So you have the circle, right? You have the other circle and wherever crosses over the similarities. So there's a three of us. So the similarity is really our philosophy, our vision, you know, our, our ability to work together and, and, and see and understand the big picture. It's our differences that make the power behind what we're doing exponential. Yeah. So when people come together to, again, we keep using the word collaborate as opposed to working together and tolerating each other's differences, we really have to, you know, I've said it to Angela, you know, a billion times. I'm like, cater to my strengths. Cater to my strengths because my strengths in a lot of ways are very different than yours, even though we have that overlap, right? Are yeah. very different than yours. And I will cater to yours. I could never, ever have done the cover to my book without it looking like I took a crayon to it. 
right? <laughs> I would have had to outsource. And once again, do it somebody else's way. Do it in a non-nurturing way. Do it in a way that may not be communicative or, you know what I mean? Or or collaborative. Again, to just keep saying the same word, mole, to say the same <laughs> word over and over. <laughs> but when you, when you think about it, you know, Angela's, Angela's background in marketing and graphic design and, and the, the detail oriented. Oh, I tease her about the color coding and the, and the, your little folders and all. I'm like, I just learned how to use Google. Like, I was like, oh, that grid means that's where I find my stuff. I had no idea. I had no idea. But I, but yeah, I have my but own. But you can, but yeah, but you can write a uh, 300 page book on when you're sick with COVID. You know, I couldn't do that. So. Yeah, yeah. so, and the thing is, is could we? Eh, maybe, but with a tremendous amount of effort. But why would we want to when we can connect with people who compliment us? And and again, we do it in our relationships all the time. Like I look at my husband, and we are so complimentary. We make such a great team. And when I stopped fighting his differences. Right. And I stopped mm. trying to change the things that I didn't understand or that weren't like me and, and cater to his strengths. We are a powerhouse. Like we're yeah. a powerhouse duo that I feel like there's nothing I can't do without his support and vice versa. So it's really just a beautiful shift in perspective. And, you know, we came on to talk specifically about, yeah, hey, look, Phenom, and look, look at our books. And I had not realized that the conversation would move in this direction. But it's a lesson to all of us to appreciate those that we have, I guess, aligned with or coupled up with, whether it be an intimate relationship or a, a friendly relationship or a work relationship, and learn how to work together and and uplift and inspire one another <laughs> i want to punch myself she, into you know what but to be she says person, it that way she says it that way because that's like our, our mantra for for uniquely so we say yeah. it all the time yeah, so that it wasn't it wasn't because it's a shitty thing to do <laughs> drink you know what i mean it's like a total drinking game but oh my god it's, it's really it's it, when i when i started looking at the world that way like i because Angela, you could probably relate to this, and I'm sure anybody who's watching this could probably relate to this. Many of us have learned to be fiercely independent because we never felt safe as children that we could trust others for whatever our stories are, right? You know, insert. You typically gen, gen Xers, right? Like our generation. Uh, yeah, we kind of. You know, like we kind of grew up taking care of ourselves, latchkey kids. You know, we didn't have internet. We didn't have cell phones. Yeah. We were kind of on our own, like go out and just call me when you get there. So I know you got there safe. And if we forgot, that, like no one cared. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but, but also like some of us have experiences where we learned, like we learned like outwardly, like you can't rely on the people that you're supposed to rely on. So you rely on yourself. So what happens is, again, here's the data broken record. Again, we develop patterns and beliefs and blah, blah, blah we go through our life i was always i took such pride in being fiercely independent i got this yeah. i remember that was rob's biggest beef with me when we first got together i'm like rob do you mind doing the such and such and he would be like ah when i get to it so now i have to wait i'm like no, no i got it and he would get mad because i would go that would be my defense into the fiercely independent so then you get these independent people together angela myself 
I'll use Kristen as an example, you know, and we were so used to doing things by ourselves. The, the mere thought of relying on somebody else's skill set when we could do it ourselves, but, but it'd be more challenging and more difficult. Like it yeah. was just, we really, I feel I had to kind of get used to that going, no, Angela, can you do the cover of my book? Sure, Dana. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, you hang up. But, uh, and Angela, like, do you mind if I talk about your schedule for a second? No, because that's a great example of how even like um, something seemingly mundane shifted everything for shifted me. Everything. So shifted everything. So one of the things that I did in my 20 plus years in education is I was kind of known as um, the organizational lady, which is kind of funny because I don't appear that way. But um, I had kids come to my office with planners. I like, you know, wrote them schedules. I worked with their teachers and like that was part of what I did. And like I even taught study skills classes and organizational classes. It was like a whole thing. And I did this for years. And Angela had so much on her plate. And what happens is when we've got so many things, it starts to paralyze us. So we avoid yeah. and, and we <laughs> fantasize. Go ahead, Angela. I'm sorry. And I also, just to give some context, I was the worst student. I hated school. I was the one who was always cutting and going to Bagel Man, taking the orders and leaving stuff in lockers. My, my, I haven't had it in a long time. My recurring nightmare was always being in social studies, going, what the fuck is going on? Like, that was like, that was like my thing in high school. And <clears throat> I didn't love school until it was, I was doing art. I took, I remember my first art class was like, I got charcoal under my fingers and I'm like, oh my God. And then I was like, I could do commercial art for a living. So then school was okay, but my studying was always painting or art stuff. You know, it was never learning what venture capitalism means and shit like that. Cause I, 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 I never had, I never developed a study skill, never developed organization skills. I just always got done. I was always in a, I was always in a tailspin for my whole career. I was going to say, you're always in a tizzy. You're always in a tizzy. Yep. So Angela's existence is in this tizzy. So I, you know, I tried to be as a friend. I tried to offer any kind of assistance without being like, I. my line is always, when you're ready, you know? Uh -huh. So she recently came to me. <laughs> <laughs> recently Everything's fine. With, oh my God, it had to be 30 hours plus of, of, things like assignments that she needed to get done that were across the board. One's a four hour task, one's an hour task. It could be as simple as a two hour window to respond to emails. And it was really becoming overwhelming. And the more overwhelming it became, the more avoidance that was sneaking in. You know what I mean? So yeah. she just said to me, could you sit down with me and can you help me organize my schedule? And we got on a Zoom call. And again, it seems mundane. Like it seems like, and even in my head, because these things come so easily to me, we'll talk about that in a second. I don't even consider it's a gift that I could share with another. Like I always yeah. felt like I was, I was like, all right, Angela, I'm going to talk to you the way I talk to the students. So I don't want to be condescending or... You know what I mean? Because I don't know. Yeah. You just assume other people know. So we sat on Zoom. I got the two screens. On the one screen, I had all of her list, color coded. And also, the reason why it also came up was because you and I had so many open projects and you were waiting for me to do stuff. And I just looked at everything I had to do and was like, help me prioritize. That was really my first, my, yeah. my reason for yeah. coming to you. It was like, okay, so we're working on this stuff together. Help me prioritize what you want me to do. And the byproduct of that with what you're about to say was just like, 
oh, we could do that. Yeah, yeah. So I sat down with her, and I just, and we, it took us almost an hour and a half because we had that hour and a half set up for another meeting that we had to push off. But we went through the whole thing, and she every day. This is we're going on two weeks now, going through and sticking to the schedule and moving and organizing things. And and the reason that this is so important is all she did was cater to my strength. And, and now it's changed everything for her. And two of the projects that, that were mine that were open-ended, one's, good, one's closed and one's about to be closed today. So that collaboration- I had a schedule. It's I that symbiosis. So, so just to, to bring, it, you know, bring it home, bring it full circle, my fierce independence and her fierce independence gets us nowhere. And leaning on each other too much becomes codependent, but realizing that everybody's got strengths to offer and, and there's a symbiosis in the relationship. I didn't feel like I was asking her for a favor to finish my project because I understand that in a, it's not apples to apples in a completely different circumstance. I have something to offer her as well. And that's what a healthy, that's what healthy relationships look like. And yeah. that's why, we giggle and make fart jokes because we have the freedom and the time to do it because we're crossing shit off our schedules. <laughs> <Buck move. laughs> so let's talk about a couple of these projects. So let's talk about Anne Marie's project. Well, this is the proof copy. So, <laughs> but Anne Marie, well, why do you want to talk about Anne Marie first? Anne Marie. If you're watching this, which I know you're not. <laughs> She's so Anne cute. Marie is the bomb. Anne-Marie and I met a few years ago, about four years ago now. And by happenstance, I laugh when I say happenstance because she literally was the shiniest of unicorns that like, I went like this and she like fell into my arms. And we opened uh, Boots Fish Gallery together. We created... The deck of soul traveler cards together. Uh, we're very, very good friends. She's a very, very talented writer. She's an amazing human being. She's, um, she's also a trans channel. Um, if you don't know what that means, she basically has the ability to go into a, a quasi meditative state, put her consciousness aside and allow other consciousnesses, consciousnesses <laughs> to speak through her. And, uh, they all come from the, um, the highest of energetic vibration, which is kind of a weird way to say the angelic realms and higher. Like, it's not like any kind of weird voodoo magic. It's all of light and love and, you know, all that wonderful high vibratory jazz. And, uh, and she's amazing. And she spent the last 10 years of her life writing this book and she like wrote it, put it down, wrote it, put it down. And she decided now is the time. So as we realized we had a need to create a publishing company for, for my stuff and for all the talented people that come through uniquely you or you instructors, they all have passion projects or books or things that, that they can use people who understand them to walk them through the process. People who care and, and, and are involved in their, um, again, this whole collaborative thing. I don't have to repeat myself. And so she's the first. She's the first. So tell us about the she book. Popped her, she popped her cherry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are children. Okay. So Amory is also an artist. 
this is her, like, it's a whimsical story of how she um, figured out that she was a channel. Like, and it's, it's through this, like, kind of, like, fairy tale story, the way she tells it. Um, the, the, her style of writing is so adorable yeah. and so, like, it's just lighthearted. Like, this is, like, take a little break. It's not a thick book. You know, don't be scared. It's taking a little break from from reality, basically. From reality. You know, and just and stepping through some some adventure that's kind of based on a, something that happened, right? Yeah, based on her yeah. her story. But, but it's like The Alchemist meets like Alice in Wonderland. It's got like a trippy feel to it. Yeah. But it's but when you're reading it and you're really paying attention, you realize that the message is far deeper than you know. Alice goes down a rabbit hole and then she's huge and then she's small. You know what I mean? Or in the Alchemist, the guy goes on a journey and he cleans glasses and then he goes to the pyramids. Like it's a little bit deeper than that, but it's got that whimsical feel, which is really cool. Yeah, and it's it's totally different. I mean, I've never read anything like this. You know, this is kind of like adult version of Harry Potter, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so so Amory's got this really, really fun style. And the idea of the artwork throughout the book is that the character, Razzle Dazzle, this is her journal. So you'll see throughout, um, you'll see pictures that, you know, kind of just like are, are of her journaling. And this is this is our proof copy. So Amory went through and like created, uh, let me see if I can find a cute one. So no magic. Oh, this is not mine. This is hers. I have hers downstairs. Um, but she created like little beautiful pieces of artwork throughout that kind of just helped tell the story. It's just incredible. And um, yeah, we're super, super excited. I'll put the link in uh, in our in our comments that you can go to our author author page and order the book. But it's uh, it's great. And this is this is book one. So this is the first of a series, which is super exciting. So we're going to stick, stick with the adventures of Razzle Dazzle for, for uh, see what's coming next. But yeah, super, super proud of this first book. Yeah. And to keep on topic um, with Anne-Marie, the cards that she and I created together in 2019, we created them, we bought them in bulk and I, we sell them out of the shop or on, um, on the website, on the Ubuntu Fish Gallery website. But we have just worked together collaborated revamped the entire deck angela's gonna get a hold of them put her super stinky stamp of awesomeness on them i don't mean super stinky i would say throw your stink on it but she's gonna put her beautiful packaging stinkiness on it and uh, and then re-release them out into the wild <gasps> as you know, with a new cover, um, some new artwork. Uh, we scaled down some of the the messages uh, because we have like sixty three of them. Streamlined it a little bit, and that's going to be an Anne Marie and Dana collaboration through Phenom as well. The public, yeah. which is really cool. Um, yes, and we're gonna we're gonna pull Soul Traveler card in a little while, but I think we should talk about. Uh-huh. So, so, so 10 Rex, I published 10 Rex with Sleepy Lion Publishing in April and uh, they were great. They were great. They um, really uh, got me to where I needed to go. And now I'm prepared to go to, you know, uh, uh, just another level, another, <laughs> another level. Another stratosphere, if you will. It's very sexy. And um, and again, necessity is a mother um, of uh, creation. All of a sudden, I've lost all words. 
I know. What the happened? Did you put them all in your book? Oh my god, I wrote books. I'm very smart. But uh but yeah, so I um spoke with Sleepy Lion, I pulled the book. Uh this is about a month or so ago, and we just, just, just two days ago re-released um Ten Rex through Phenom Publishing. So that's super exciting. But in doing that, when we pulled the book, went through the book again, did its second edition a whole bunch of edits, change things up, change things up, even like with, with the art and the layout. And it, it is brand spanking shiny new. It's beautiful. So I'm really excited. It feels like a new book. It does feel like a new book. You know, I wrote a forward for it, which is super cool. Yeah. Um, so I can put my stinkiness. <laughs> what did you say? I can put my stinkiness on it. <laughs> but uh, put some more testimonials in it. And really, like I said, it's like the, the bigger, better, stronger version of it. And on the heels of that, um, in the next today or tomorrow, we're going to get the, we're going to, Angel's going to finish up doing some edits on its follow-up, Decoding the Woo-Woo, and we're going to get the sample copy, go through that. So by Christmas, Decoding the Woo-Woo is going to be released. And that, that's got my artwork on the front, too, which is awesome. Angela totally designed the cover. Again, all of her strengths inside that book, her stinkiness is all over it. And, <laughs> uh, and that's about to be released also. But wait. There's more. There's more. <laughs> so the first book that has nothing to do with Tenrex or Woo Woo that I released in the spring of 2021, Veda Finds Her Crown, which, you know, was this like little children's book and I had illustrated it and it was really done. It was like mom and pop. Like I did it myself because I had not yet collaborated with the big dogs. And we have taken that because I self-published that one, pulled it off of Amazon. I cleaned the hell out of it handed it off to Angela. She's going to continue to just really sparkle it up and, and make it beautiful. And what I realized, because I've since taught a workshop based on Veda to adults. And even though I was marketing it to teach it to adults so they could then bring it to the children, which is still, you know, a viable course of action. It really similar to Anne Marie's, it appears like a, you know, a children's fantasy sort of book, but it really is for adults. So I've kind of revisited how I perceive the book, therefore repackaging it and, and again, rebranding it and rebeautifying it. And so that probably by the end of the year is going to be released as well. And my cards will go along with them. So eventually my 10 Rex cards will, will come all over through Phenom. My Veda cards will come over through Freedom. So we're going into 2023 as publishers. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Full on. And you know, one thing I want to talk to you about, cause uh, I, I imagine we have some potential authors who, who might be interested in, in working with us because they have, Oh, I got a book. I want to do it. Um, one thing that, that, um, is my gift. One thing that's my gift is not only can I do, you know, do design in a nice way and have the, the skill set to do it, but I, um, I have the ability to kind of like step into, Amory's shoes so that I can understand how she wants this whole thing to feel. And when I go into laying out the fonts, the way things are broken out, the way it reads, the page breaks, the, the ideas that happen in this book, I, I, I'm basically like acting on behalf of Amory, on behalf of Dana, on behalf of whomever the author might be. And this whole book becomes a part of me as well. 
everything I've ever worked on, every brand I've ever worked on. Um, I, I just posted something on LinkedIn. There was a family called Goat Milk Stuff. It was my first like project outside of working at an agency. And they still use the logo and the tagline and all the branding. It's been like 10 years. And to see that, like, it's like my heart's like, it's a part of a little piece of me is out there. So even though I didn't write this, there is such a piece of me in this, like it's such a, a such a, a woven collaboration. And it's so exciting to connect with that creativity in somebody else. It is so, it is such an honor. It was such an honor to take this. And yes, I did the cover originally. The cover is not going to change much, but to actually get into these pages and be a part of the the words and interacting and how it lays out and the formatting. It's like, I'm like an auntie. <laughs> yeah. An auntie. yeah. You know, there is this whole birthing process that happens. And that's why Phenom is so special to us because what we realized again, through our own experience is how important it is when you do, I'm just going to say do business with another that you are on the same wavelength and that you work well with one another and that you have each other's best interests at heart. And there is truly a symbiotic relationship. Nothing, no, in order for any relationship to be successful, both parties have to be in it and walk away from it feeling better for having contributed and, and received something from it. And yeah. that's what we're seeing in the Uniquely You community. That's the whole concept of Ubuntu. This is the world that we live in. And as we grow and expand, come on. So if you, and I'm speaking to you directly, whoever you are, <laughs> if you um, live uh, within this philosophy and have something that you want to bring to the world or have an extension of yourself that you want to share and feel like you align with us, um, go to the website, check it out. There's an opportunity to submit or there will be. We're getting we'll put it somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll put it somewhere. To submit um, a work. But um, remember, because it's such a personal process, we're already beginning to see a wait list. So understand that as well, because again, we're not automated. We don't have 50,000 people working for us. It is us hands-on trying to assist others that are like-minded in, again, you know, bringing these creations to the world. So, um, and we do ask, we do ask a lot of our authors. We don't, you know, you don't just hand us a manuscript and then come back and see a shiny printed cover. You're fully involved in the process as well. You're editing it. You're asking your friends to read it. You're you're getting you know you have to hustle too. We're hustling for you, but this is a, a, a it's a it's a three way. Hmm. <laughs> and it's I glorious. was going to say it's about personal accountability. You just take whichever message you like, and I think this is a good opportunity for us to move on. What do you Oh, my goodness. Oh, I do. Yeah, we should. We should. I just want to do a little shout out to our next author, too, who's also on deck, um, Matt Broster. We are super excited, long time to uh, get your book. He's working on it right now, and uh, he's going to be our, our, our third author in the ranks. So that is um, super exciting, and we can't wait. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And every day 
through my experiences, whether it be with the podcast or anything work related, or I've been nudged to leave my house once again. So when I leave my house, I'm meeting <laughs> all sorts of shiny unicorns that that are in alignment with our vision. So it's really cool. It's like you don't you don't have to seek. They you know they just be who you are. If you build it, they'll find you. Yeah, I know totally. how it goes. I just like to you know. I know. I, throw my it. own stink on it. Do you stinky? stinky. <laughs> all right, should we pull a card? Should we do something else? Because we could ramble all day. I know, I know. Let's pull a card and then I have uh, you know, the things we love, and then I have to do a little shout out because it's almost Joshua Day. So I want to just do a little shout out at the okay. end. Oh yeah, we're pushing Oh, it's tomorrow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. So I'm gonna shuffle for whatever reason. We're gonna do this okay. thing. All right, so these are Dana's Soul Traveler cards with that she did with Amory. And, oh. ooh, um, the, on uh, your left hand, this, this was with this, uh, duh, I can't see, duh. No, all right, all right, we're gonna go with the, uh, I don't know, pick one. <laughs> Probably the one that's shouting at me. Yeah, do it, you do it. We can this just do one today. at me. Okay. Oh, I think that's what I wanted. It's getting weirder and weirder around here. Okay. <laughs> this is Psychedelic Mommy. Ah, uh, I love the colors in that. Your viewpoint. Life is full of challenges. It is your viewpoint of the challenges, which is significant. Focus on the solution rather than the problem. This may sound elementary, however, you will most likely be surprised at how often you do not actually do this. Awareness of your thoughts is critical. It directs the flow of your life. Believe in the resolution of your challenges. See yourself light, free, and happy. That is all you need to do. You do not need to know how it's resolved. Just see, feel, and give thanks for the resolution. You have access to all of your solutions. Appreciate and acknowledge the power of your mind. Necessity is the mother of invention. It's very easy for us to become entrenched in our emotions. (laughs) (laughs) From the book. (laughs) It's easy for us to get caught up in what the problem is. But one thing that I learned along the way is no problem is without solution. It just by definition, it has to have a solution. But when we get all caught up in the wah of it, mm-hmm. we never find the solution. So today, this whole this whole show is about, you know, you want things done, get them done. Yeah. That's and awesome. Don't get, That's awesome. And don't get bogged down, right? Don't get bogged down in whatever's happening at the moment. Just know that there's going to be a resolution. Understand it. Accept it. And look forward to it. Because yeah. it's going to happen. Yeah. Because once you accept that there's a resolution to everything, then the steps to get there appear to you because you have the clarity yeah. to to accept them. So that's really cool. I remember nice. when I painted her, I painted her because I had a, a friend. We're going back now because I've been painting for all of eight years. So we're going back six, seven years. And uh, she had the silver streaks in her hair. She had two young boys. Her boys are probably 13 now. Aww. So yeah, so that's kind of cool. All right. Can I pick one? Of course. Oh. Okay. That's lucky. Lucky. You know where lucky is? She's lucky cool. is in Jenny Distenfeld's house. 
Her Stop last it. name is not Distenfeld anymore. I I I, I don't remember what it is. I love Jenny. But Jenny Distenfeld's house. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's so we cool. Dagger, because we just did a shout out. Okay. Okay. The work of self-discovery. It is a process to overcome the thought patterns of a lifetime. There are many layers. The seemingly most insignificant experience could have long-lasting, deep effects upon your psyche and perception of yourself. It requires courage to reject the accepted model of life and follow your intuition. It requires you to become the master of your thoughts and ideas. It requires you to do the difficult work of confronting the fear and pain which prevent you from being who you are. You are always being assisted. But in the end, it's in the hands of each individual to put forth the mental effort to transform. It takes work. I wrote a book about it. Want hit? Here it goes. Dude. <laughs> Dude, and that's that's what um, the whole thing about Uniquely is. Yep. We, I just want to read this really quick. Uh, our mission is uh, for authentic, real human resources, helping people rediscover their joy and pursue their purpose. We can only assist them, but they have to want to do the work. You have to come wanting to do the work and ready to do the work. And then the assistance is provided for you, right? Yep. You have to come. You can't, we, you cannot just show up and expect, you know, everything to just be better because you showed up. Yep. Yep. And, and I'm going to even put an esoteric spin on it. You know, you hear people say all the time, God helps those who help themselves. Hmm. Let's take a second and think about it. If anybody believes in any sort of energetic assistance, whether you call it angels, guides, higher self, whatever it is, the people, sorry, I got something right here. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> spin it out. Spin it out. The people who receive the assistance in the most obvious and profound ways are the people who step up every day and are willing to do the work. It's, yeah. you know, you can't sit on your hands and expect life to change for you because you wished for it. And, uh, and I think both of these cards, um, they truly um, represent, I, I guess, the, the, the conversation, you know, of the day. So this is really powerful stuff. So we're going to, Take pictures. We'll, yeah, we'll put yeah. it up and make it all so you can well, read I'm it. Because that's yes, I, I don't even know how to work Google, but somebody will do this. That's my yeah. jam. That's my jam. Yeah. I do it. I do it. I do it. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, okay. Great stuff. Um, I want to quickly talk about how tomorrow is Joshua Day and the significance of Joshua Day. On December 3rd, 2019. Right, Dana? <laughs> yes. Dana's, Dana's my yeah. rain man. Uh, I I lost a baby, and here's a. Let me just zoom over to that little picture up there. So little Joshua, little Joshua was uh, I delivered him in the second trimester. Extremely most traumatic experience in my life. Um, but he is my angel. He's with us. He's you know 100. I'm. It's all good. Uh, last year, when I quit my job. I had a six-figure job as a director of branding and marketing. And I, in September, Dana and I had been talking about the business. Dana had invested some money and we talked about what it would take. And then at some point she was like, you know, you need to quit, right? <laughs> and that was like, that was like August, September. Dave and I moved into our house October 16th. 
by, I think Halloween, I had given my notice at work and I gave them five or six weeks um, to help find a replacement and all this stuff. Cause they were great. I, didn't, I wasn't doing it because, you know, I, I needed to find another job like that. I had to go start uniquely, just circumstances, just everything propelled us to do this. But my last day was December 3rd. So tomorrow represents not only Joshua Day and our little angel who brought us together, Dana, because, you know, he he's the reason why we're, we're here. And that's a whole nother story for another day. But tomorrow marks a year since I quit my job to do Uniquely full-time. And I'm not making millions of dollars. <laughs> my husband believes in us, but you know, it's, 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 but it's been, a, it's been a year. We're still around. Uh, no one's getting us down yet. Uh, I don't see an end in sight anytime soon. There's no walking away from what we're building here. The momentum is starting and, um, it's pretty amazing that the growth of the business from December 3rd is, is, uh, was it synonymous or, or relative to my personal growth? And really that, now. <laughs> where I was December 3rd last year to where I am today, oh my God, I'm so glad I am where I am today, but it has been a lot of hard work to get here. A lot of hey, Dana, can you help me organize my schedule? <laughs> a lot of things like that. Hey, Dana, or hey, so-and-so, or hey, so-and-so, I, I need help, you know, and, and just like constantly doing the work, following the advice, being with the people that make me happy, you know, that I feel happy and joyful around and dropping all the dead weight. It's been a year. It's been a quite, it's probably been the most eventful year of my life. So. And it's in your terms. You know, you've had some eventful years, I'm sure, if you look back, but they've never been on your terms. It reminds me of Miss Marie when we were talking about how she found herself in a, a place of displacement in her with her home. And mm. she, I said, well, this is, I, you've been in similar situations. What's different? She goes, this time I, I took control. This time I made the decisions. And even yeah. though it was still uncomfortable, it was, it was in my terms, right? It's your story. And this year, the last couple of years, but this last year, especially you took the reins and you were like, what do I want? What brings me joy? What is, what is for my best and highest good? And you're killing it. You're killing yeah, it. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So this is Josh Bear. So after um, losing him, I slept with little Josh Bear for forever. Now Christian and I always fight over who gets to sleep with Josh Bear. This is actually Maddie's Build-A-Bear, like her first Build-A-Bear. So this is like 17-year-old bear. And he was sitting in the closet. So he's Josh Bear now. So you might see him in some pictures. He's always in cuddle talk. He's always hanging out. Um, okay. So I just wanted to talk about something really, really totally different because I want to share the things that I love or things that we love, but this is particularly. And my um, my brother and sister-in-law were just in England and they went to go visit uh, this town, Port Isaac, where Doc Martin was filmed. This is a show that is on uh, through Amazon Prime, but you can get it on Acorn. It's, an, it's a British show and this is Martin Clunes and he plays such a curmudgeon and he is so endearing and the people and the characters and everything it's like i just need to be taken away sometimes and this little show my, my husband and i have bonded over it my brother and sister-in-law went to this town <laughs> to go see it because it's so beautiful um 
it's just, I highly recommend it. Um, it's, it's rounding out its final season right now. The last episode's coming up. And then, um, but I, uh, I would love to support the show. So if anybody's watching this and you want something to, you want a new kind of Netflix and chill kind of situation, <laughs> Doc Martin is really a, a very, very sweet, uh, very sweet show. So I just wanted to give a little shout out to them. Um, I also want to mention that if you're watching this, the month of December and January, 2022-23, because who knows how long this will be, you know, this is going to be in perpetuity. Uh, we're currently running a Friends with Benefits promotion on Find Uniquely You. And it's uh, two seats for the price of one. So if you ever had like a, like if you're trying to plan like that Friends weekend get together and you just can't seem to logistically get it together, take a workshop together because our workshops are super fun. Dana's got some incredible ones coming up. All of our U instructors have incredible ones coming up, but the best ones are the ones that are like two or three sessions or four sessions because you get to see each other and get closer and closer and have a magical experience. So, you know, save 50% on a, on a workshop, grab your friend and hang out for a couple hours. Um, Dana, talk about your experiences so far with Veda and with Tenrax. So I, I do, this is important to share actually, because I think it's a really, really cool thing. So I have a few different workshops. I have a couple like the three hour ones, you know, just so you, if you just want to, you don't want a real like commitment, you want to just show up for a few hours, learn a little something, have a couple laughs and move on. But I have two and a third coming up, but two eight hour over four week workshops. One is for Veda Finds Her Crown, and it's all about, you know, your chakra alignment and development, but in a total practical way, built around the children book that, children's book that I wrote. So it's really super cute. The other one is based on 10 recs. I go through like the whole book and we do it step by step. And the one that's coming in January, which I am so excited about because I'm almost finished writing it. It's so awesome. The class itself is the decoding the woo-woo one. So eyes peeled, people. This thing is going to be awesome. <laughs> but what I noticed was I did 10 recs over the month of, I think, what are we in? No, December. So the month of October, I did 10 recs. And... I had a group of like five women in there and they all bonded with one another and they all got to, and they were excited. Everybody, because we would speak on Slack, like there was an interaction between classes and really developed this camaraderie, this friendship, right? So it took the class and at the end of the class, they were like, wah. So <laughs> then the next month, my months are off. It was September and October. In October, um, Veda finds her crown was up. And most of them, and like there was like, you know, a straggler and then like somebody else showed up, took the class there. So now they're taking these classes together and they're all excited. And, you know, again, we see each other every week and interacting and like really people becoming friends through this experience. And then it was over and they're like, well, what you got? And at this point, Woo Woo wasn't on the docket yet. And I was like, you know, what would be a great class for you guys. And I was able to recommend another class based on what they were taking that's appearing in January. I might as well share. It's it's um Michaela's There's Always Room for Joy. It was the perfect segue from what I was doing. And so they're all excited. So now they're going to use the Friends of Benefits coupon because they're all friends and they're going to use it and they're going to take that one in January. So what I'm beginning to see is you do have, you could take the random workshop that's fun, but if you're really working on anything that, again, inspi uplifting and inspiring. 
or even personal development or even just finding the joy or having fun or connecting or not feeling lonely, a sense of community, any of that. You're dealing with like-minded people because there's such a niche to these workshops that you're, you're not, it's not random. Everybody's got that same sort of um, perspective of what they want to receive from the class, even though it's unique to them. Everybody wants to feel good. Everybody wants to feel empowered. Everybody wants to feel joy. And now these women are friends. So yeah. I may even take the course with them just because oh, I'm with them down too. So yeah, really cool stuff. So that's what we're seeing. And that's what the vision was. So to see that vision come to fruition is really, really cool. Yeah, it's super cool. I am too taking that workshop. Um, and you know, there are so many platforms out there that do kind of what we're doing in a certain way. Most of them are skills based, most are, or, or professional based or creative based. We are truly about personal empowerment. We are truly about people feeling empowered in whatever endeavor they want to take. So Thrivelyhood, if you come to the School of Thrivelyhood, where I teach some workshops and Michael and, um, and Len and, and David, we're teaching workshops that help you with communication skills and with your branding or with your your website. But it's not like when you take my branding workshop, you're not taking it to learn the stuff that you could learn in a school. We go deep. We go deep into who you are, why you're doing what you're doing. We, we talk about your purpose and everybody comes with a different thing. I did a, the branding beta workshop. I had YouTube contributors, I had uh, content contributors, I had uh, people starting businesses, I had people just with their personal brand, a freelancer to do their portfolio. Everybody came with a different thing and we all helped each other. And this is beautiful. Everybody walks away feeling empowered because they know they're not walking away being a branding expert. They're walking away knowing who they are and feeling comfortable in their skin with their next their next thing. So it is pretty magical what happens. Um, this is a great opportunity. You know, we're basically giving our workshops away so that the new instructors get paid. That's all I care about. And uh, it's a great just to see what we're, we're all about. If you've been like trying to like put the pulse on what we're doing, grab a friend, take a workshop. It's always better with friends. <laughs> you don't feel so alone. And uh, and come check us out. So. All right. With that, <laughs> stay cozy. No. <laughs> That's the thumbnail for this one. <laughs> we started a company. Right.